Last home time podcast for a couple of weeks because I'm off for a week and then you're off for a week. Well, actually, the podcast will continue, but in slightly reduced circumstances. It's our last one together for a fortnight. Exactly. So what a better way to go out than a game of header and volleys with a beach ball in the studio. Oh, what a fantastic way to wrap things up at the end of a busy old week. I'm actually going to take my headphones off because it might impair me otherwise. I'm going to take my glasses off because... Surely you won't see the ball then. Can you put a bell in it? No, <laughs> OK. I just won't, if I can't head it with these... Well, I'm going to keep my glasses on. Right. Let's just see what Three. happens. Two, one. Oh, it's gone. Here we go, another one. Okay, let's definitely stop that right there. If you've got any other really bad ideas for what to do with a board in a live radio studio, email us hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. It's the bank holiday weekend, well, the eve of the bank holiday weekend. Everyone's talking about their plans. Even if you're not really doing much this bank holiday weekend, because it's a bit weird at the moment, you'll still have a plan of sorts uh, across the three days. But the big question is, how do you get a sense of perspective? How do you means test your bank holiday weekend against other people's weekends? Well, lucky you guys were always here to help on the Home Time Show. Uh, today, we launched the UK's first ever bank holiday weekend excitement league table. Yes! Uh, tell us what you're up to this bank holiday weekend. We're going to put you into a UK-wide league and give you a sense of perspective. So let's let's start with yourself, right? First team into this, the first weekend to measure up. What is your bank holiday weekend? Going to a petting zoo on yes. Sunday against my <laughs> against my better judgment. What do you not like about petting zoos? I don't. This is weird. I don't like the I don't like the eyes of goats. The okay. ways go the ways goats look. That's yeah. quite hard to say. And I don't like their rough tongues. They have got rough tongues. Rough tongues, and they've got flob. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like some yeah. animals have got saliva. Yeah. Goats and llamas have got flob. Where are you putting yourself in the excitement league table? Phew, I'm wondering what you're going to say then. Uh, I'm gonna. I think I'm relegation. <laughs> I say you are. What are you doing this week? Are you trying? The very fact that my weekend starts off with a jab at eight forty-five tomorrow morning. Oh yes, puts me above you in the petting zoo. No matter what the rest of it happens, you just don't, you don't know what's going to happen. I can tell you right now that you're going to come in next week. Oh, you're not. You're off next week. I'm but off you, next you're you're going to text us and say how brilliantly organised it was. <laughs> I'm sure I will. Well, you'll be really impressed. It's you such an amazing I, operation. You know how I love all things logistical and all that kind of stuff. I, this is right up my street. You'll love it and you'll tell us how quickly you were in there and out of there. <laughs> it's that much fun. I'm excited for you. So there you go. Richie's chatting high. He's mid-table already. Now, I know you think that you are relegation form with the very fact uh, that you are going to a petting zoo over the weekend. Yes. Graham. Everybody needs to feel for Graham. He's rock bottom at sofa shopping. Um, honestly, the last time we went sofa shopping, I marched the family out of one place because I was so annoyed with the bloke that was supposedly serving us. Yes. It's down in family folklore. <laughs> uh, Colin says, I'm taking the dashboard out and fitting this replacement part so I don't have to listen to the speedo going click, 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 click for a whole seven-hour drive to Cornwall. God bless anyone who's fixing their own car and knows how to do it. Did you ever go at your car last night for the advice? I had a go at the old squirty things uh, that everyone was getting in touch with. They're all, like, Hermatically sealed inside the bonnet. There's no way I'm getting at them. Can't can't do it. Get Colin involved. He'll sort it out for you. <laughs> Tony from Liverpool says I might brush dry cement into the gaps in my patio. If that's a euphemism, I've kept his number. He's not coming back on. Bob here. It's very difficult to work out how to score Bob uh, because he says I'm refereeing six games of football this weekend: three on Saturday, three on Sunday. Now, I'd never be a referee in a million years. 
Is Bob excited about that? Is that good? And also, I'd hate to be playing in that sixth match that he's refereeing. I've just got this feeling that Bob ain't going to be moving from the centre circle. He'll have given up the ghost. <laughs> just let everything go. By that point, Jean says, I'll be getting my husband to find some loose change and shake it so I can guess how much is in there. If I win it, I can keep it. There's is a... she having a pop? I think there's a game in that, Jean. There definitely is a game in that. Uh, we've got Danny on the line. Danny, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to be building the Millennium Falcon out of Lego, the Ultimate Edition. Wow. So you, uh, is this for you or is this like when you know when you buy something for your kids but it's actually meant for you? Oh, no, no, it's, it's for me. It was a present. <laughs> Danny, this is fantastic. I'd say this is right up there in the league table so far from what we've heard. I think Europe, European placing with this, it's a, it's a fantastic thing to do. How long do you think it's going to take you to do? Is it going to be most of the weekend? And what, what table in the house are you going to take up with it? It's probably going to be on the dining room table. It's probably going to take us, I don't know, two or three days. Um, and- I've, made, I've made Slave One out of Lego. Um, Boba Fett's after- runaround car, that thing, isn't it? Yeah, that thing, yeah. Um, and I did that after work, so like an hour a day, and that took us a week. So a 33-inch long Millennium Falcon, when you're done with it, you're obviously not going to smash it up. Surely you've got somewhere, like, earmarked for it. What's going to happen? Yeah, well, I've got a stand for it coming in, and um, it's going to be sitting at an angle on the end of a table against the wall. Can I ask what your other half's view is on this? Because if I try to get that through Congress, oh, I'm just going to spend the week making the Millennium Falcon, I've also ordered a stand for it, <laughs> there'd be trouble. How have you managed to get this through? Uh, it was it was she that actually ordered it for us. Wow. Everything, I, I, I don't compute. He's gone top four. This is Champions League placing right here now. <laughs> Amazing, Danny. Well done. Well done, fella. Cheers. Thank you. People are having their ups and downs here today. There's some good stuff. There's some not so good stuff. Uh, Mike from Staffordshire says, Afternoon, guys. I've hired a whacker plate for some garden landscaping this weekend. He adds menacingly some harmless vibrating fun. <laughs> uh, Alex, tell us, uh, what is your bank holiday holding for you? Catheters and um, enemas. <laughs> My wow. word. Wow, we. Sticking fingers of people's bums. OK, let's right. clarify. Let's clarify what you do before this goes way out of control. What's your job? I'm a district nurse, so Phew. I work in T-cell. And you are oh, working yeah. all three days, yeah? Well, come Monday, I'll have done six days in a row. Wow, OK, so how do you feel sometimes when you've got people talking about, you know, building the Millennium Falcon like the fellow earlier on and just having leisure time, yeah. and you're doing all that stuff? Very honoured to do my job. <laughs> True. So you should be, Alex, and we're all very grateful that you are, particularly with some of the things that you described a few moments ago. <laughs> For me, personally, Chris is right up there, taking the Caledonian sleeper train to Scotland from Kent and then spending the entire weekend at Loch Lomond with my missus. That sounds amazing. I've got one question about the sleeper train. I'd love to go on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you end up in a room with people that you don't know, like randoms, or do you get your own room? Depends how posh a ticket you book. Uh, you book. you really? can either be in a communal carriage or you're in your little couchette. Because you don't want planes, trains and automobiles and you wake up <laughs> with your hand between two pillows of a stranger. Uh, James in Essex says, Bush and Richie, grown-up weekend for me. I'm planting laurels in the gardens and laying some white Arctic stones. Beautiful. Depends on your viewpoint. It's either relegation or top four. Uh, we've got Michelle on the line. What does your bank holiday weekend entail? So I purchased a static caravan during lockdown and we, as a family, are off this weekend to continue to set it up. We've only got managed to get into it in April. 
So we're off to uh, set everything up and make sure it's all ready to go for the holidays. Wow. Now, this is very timely because we're off uh, to a static caravan next week for our little family holiday. I absolutely love caravans. Uh, so, Is this your first time ever owning one and, and stuff like that? You're just new to the hobby? Yeah, so I've got a Tora. I purchased a Tora a couple of years ago oh. and we kept going back to the same place, a little haven holiday park, and just fell in love with it. And I thought, well, why not? It's great for myself, my husband and my daughter and his parents can use it as well. So, yeah, it's a big kind of family thing. And when you step out of the caravan, what's on your doorstep? So I'm down the hill and I have a beach right in front of me and across the sea I can see Wales. Wow. Oh, you're rubbing it in now. I'm trying to work, we're trying to work out where, you, where is it? Where is it that you're going? So it's a place called, um, it's just outside of Watchit, so it's near Minehead, near Dunster. Fantastic. Yes. Oh, very, very jealous indeed. Have, well, you, you've gone, again, top half of the table with static <laughs> caravans. One other thing, if you get a caravan, do you get, like, secret membership into the caravan club? There's this kind of shady organisation, the, the caravan club's kind of nudging and winking, and you know that, you know, it's like a little bit like the Masons. Is it a bit like that? Yeah, so you can join the caravan. There's a couple of different caravan clubs. One is very stuffy and, and not so good, family-friendly, but there, there is one that's, that's lovely and, and great for families and for, for kids. Um, but that's more so for like tourists. But then, if you if you're an owner on a on a site like Haven site, then yeah, it's very much kind of you're the in crowd. I'm very jealous of the caravanners because they get those big wing mirrors, don't they? <laughs> Extended <laughs> wing mirrors. Yeah, you could get them for the normal yeah. car though, wouldn't it? Wouldn't could I get... really? It'd look a bit daft, wouldn't it? <laughs> Just <laughs> driving along in a Golf with no caravan behind me, but massive wing mirrors. You could see two road two junctions down, <laughs> see what the traffic's yeah. like. If I did that, you wouldn't mind, would you, Michelle? Oh, no, 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 that would be fine. Cool, right, I'm going to do it. Your name would be mud on the Caravan Club forum, so that's for sure. <laughs> Have a great holiday, Michelle. Thank you very much. So yesterday on the show, we were asking you the most unlikely places that you ended up having a bit of a sleep. It's ironic because last night, once again, I've been having really bad sleep at the moment. I know this is not a new thing. There's plenty of people that are having bad sleep at the moment, but oh, it's a nightmare last night. I, I st I'm starting to suspect that you've done a crime <laughs> and it's playing on your mind. I can assure you it's not the case. At 4.50 this morning, I woke up and I was just... There, ready, on it for the day. So away. I was like, this is crazy. I'm just, why, why am I waking up at this time? So do you know what I did? I got up and I went downstairs and I pulled up a chair in the kitchen opposite the brand new combi boiler that has been fitted. And I thought to myself, right, if I can't sleep, I'm going to read the instructions for this thing. Oh, my Lord. That's what I did. That is awful. That's awful. <laughs> that is absolutely, I mean, that is... You sat there and read the instructions to a boiler. You couldn't make me at gunpoint do that. I sat and read the instructions to a boiler at uh, just gone five this morning once I got downstairs. So I thought what we could do is have another one of our home time blankety blanks. I couldn't sleep, so I got up and... Blank. I couldn't sleep, so I got up and... Blank. I would say, knowing the way our listeners are, and we love them, yeah, and the way that it's a Friday, we're getting towards a bank holiday weekend, I'd just say you're leaving the door ajar here for a bit of trouble. I'm leaving the, jaw, the, the door ajar for trust, OK? I'm okay. trusting them. I, I'm cool with that, but you know what they're like. So I'm going to say it one more time, ask them to behave, and then get in touch. <laughs> so, I couldn't sleep, so I got up and... Blank. There's not have a, I just got up and blank. Uh, what percentage smut are we running in terms of 
stuff into the studio at the moment. What would you say roughly the figure is? Uh, 65? 65% smart. If we can get that down to 40, then I feel like we've got a phone in on our hands. Yeah, it'd be more useful for us as well, all right? Because we've got a team of 15 people sifting <laughs> through this stuff. It's, it's, it's hard going. Uh, Jason says, I couldn't sleep, so I got up and put my log burner together in the garden in the cold with shorts on. Look at the screws on it. He sent in a photo. It looks amazing. He says, by the way, this was half three in the morning. Uh, I'm actually looking at the same picture. Such is the degree of smut that we have had into the studio. And Jason, I'm actually astonished that you've done that in the darkness in the middle of the night. Good work. That is really good work. I'm very impressed with that. Complete the sentence. Gemma, what is it for you? I got up and marked some year nine assessments. Wow, marking some year nine assessments when you can't sleep. Does that make you slightly angry, though? Are you, are you approaching this with a slightly angry uh, frame of mind? Um, the reason I couldn't sleep was because of the year nine assessments. So, <laughs> in a way, yeah. OK, so if, if I am one of your year nines, because you're marking in the dead of night, does that uh, improve my grades or does it give me a tougher chance? Um, probably less of a chance, to be oh, honest. Oh, it's uh, a very honest answer. <laughs> uh, and what was the subject of these uh, assessments? What were they What were they writing about? I'm a German teacher, French and German teacher, so I think they were writing about holidays, past holidays. Uh, can, can we ask a question? Is Tricolore still a thing? The Tricolore textbook with audio cassette combo that was a big thing in the, in the, in the 90s and the 80s? <laughs> <laughs> Tricolor is still published, but we don't use them. Oh. <laughs> and what about for uh, Deutsch Heuter, for the German lessons? Yeah, I had that in my lessons. Uh, no, again, Deutsch Heuter... I don't think they're they're still published, but... Uh, I got we, yeah, sent out of a German lesson ones. by Mr James for laughing at the word Krankenhaus. <laughs> <laughs> German for hospital. German has a good few words that are, uh, yeah, you can, can laugh at. Bushtenhalter, that was another funny one. Do you know another one as well? Yeah. Uh, is shaving foam, barber scum. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird phrase. Hey, listen, we, we could chat to you about languages all day, but uh, you've got to get on, so do we. So <laughs> yeah. have a great weekend. <laughs> you too. Uh, this text here says, I was struggling to sleep, so I got up and did a full month's expenses for work. Taxi, hotel, Covid tests. I'm tired now, though. Uh, Matt, what did you get up and do? I was making origami fish. Really? As in, like, folding paper and making fish out of them? <laughs> yes, yes, I was. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I... I... Um, herniate the disc in my lower back started lockdown last year so I was on <laughs> taking copious amounts of painkillers and obviously couldn't sleep so uh, <laughs> about 3 o'clock in the morning I was getting up with a little wander around the house and I decided I'd make some origami goldfish OK and how did you teach yourself to do this because it's quite a skill well again for Christmas one of my young children had got a, an origami book off, off a, uh, a grandparent so I was just flicking through that and I saw the goldfish and I thought oh that looks good wicked <laughs> well, what's the best thing you can make from the book what's the most elaborate thing you've made so far <laughs> probably the goldfish I think that was about the, uh, <laughs> the start, of, start of my origami journey and the, the end of it and I've got visions of your loved ones coming downstairs and seeing you asleep at the kitchen table in the morning with <laughs> origami fish scattered <laughs> around your dribbling head. Am I right? It's pretty much close, yeah. With, with lots of painkillers spread out next to me as well. Fantastic. <laughs> deep heat and tiger bomb. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, you don't knock it till you tried it. It's, it gets you through those early hours. Final hour of the show, final hour of kind of the working week. Everyone's a bit demob happy because it is the bank holiday weekend. Uh, we've come up with a little game based on an observation uh, of uh, obviously playing songs here on Absolute Radio. Um, 
let's put it this way. You know emo bands? Mm-hmm. They always seem to start off with something like my... Yeah. My this, my yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? So here's a little formula which we want you to employ during this final hour of the show. Put my, the word my, before the title of your most recent email that you've received to create your own emo band. <laughs> so my, and then whatever it is you've just received as an email. So have a little look. Now this really works. This really works. Here's a band for you. My leather chair. I, I think I did see them at Reading 93. <laughs> uh, my, my, strangely enough, uh, my emo band is called My Matt Ford. My Matt Ford? I've had a, an email about our very own Matt Ford uh, here on Absolute Radio from Rock and Roll Football who's going to be on home time at some point as oh, a guest. Very exciting. My Matt Ford. That's much more exciting about my, uh, than my leather chair getting reupholstered. But they're a great band. The second <laughs> album was fantastic. Here's a mournful title from Ian, My Scottish Widows. Oh, with the whole veil out yes. on a blustery moor. Very emo. Uh, Timothy says, My bounce back loan repayment start in two months. <laughs> Slightly uh, wordy band, but again, it's great stuff. My indestructible trimmer. <laughs> that does sound like an emo band. It really does. And George says, my Team City branch has failed to build. What? My Glossy Box has just come in. I'd go and watch them play live. <laughs> Have you got the latest album from My Glossy Box? It does raise the question, My Chemical Romance, what was the email about Chemical Romance that came through? That's a good point. It sounds like um, some kind of subscription service, doesn't it? Uh, Laverne says, my sale ends tonight. Very straightforward band. Armit <laughs> G, uh, his emo band is My Salad Bar. <laughs> a healthy one. My academy team, says James. They sound dreadful. Uh, Rob Large says, my LD2 smoke install variant request. <laughs> you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. The formula's simple. Tell us your emo band. Home time with Bush and Richie, Friday evening, getting ready for the weekend. Uh, the starting gun for which actually gets officially fired uh, tomorrow morning with Frank Skinner and the team to start your Saturday. Uh, don't forget it's the home of Jason Manford on Sunday morning. Jason having an idiot amnesty uh, on Sunday morning. Oh, is it our last day working with Adam then, our producer? <laughs> oh! What are these stupid and preposterous things that you've immediately regretted? Pretty much everything that we do between four and seven. Do you- the only reason I mentioned producer Adem then, he was doing this thing which we've talked about before on the show. He yawns directly looking into your face whilst you're talking. You were talking then, he was stifling a yawn. Yeah, I, I, it's, I, I've never met anyone who has the ability to do it like him. It's like a dog. Like if you sat in a lounge with a dog. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, we've had a really interesting text in about someone we were talking about a day or so ago. I can't remember what the subject was. Oh, it was Temptations. Uh, do you remember the fellow who got in touch and he was tempted to buy a, a wooden box watch rewinder or winder-upper? <laughs> that was it. Is that a technical phrase for it? <laughs> uh, and we worked out his watch is worth £4,500. Yes, and he was fighting the temptation to buy it. It all comes to mind now, yes. This is it, Chris. He's just texted the show to say, Bush and Richie, oh, by the way, the watch winding box came in the post today. I bought it. That's horrendous. So he was trying to hang in there and not buy it, and now he's finally broken at the eve of the bank holiday weekend. But not just that. The box has arrived today, so he was trying to hang in there, trying to stop being tempted. He can't have waited very much longer than when he got in touch with us because the actual box has arrived today. I think he pretty much broke about half an hour after we spoke to him on the phone. I'm so angry. A couple more email bands for you. <laughs> um, Susie says, and the, the way you come up with your email band is you put the word 
word my in front of the subject of your most recent email. Uh-huh. My redundancy meeting sounds like a very authentic emo band, I'd say. Steve Ringer says, my cock in. He says, oh dear. But he has actually provided uh, visual evidence that the cock in pub have asked him if he's got any bank holiday plans. I really, really hope that that is the case. <laughs> Tweet us at Absolute Radio with your emo bands. At the beginning of this podcast, uh, we played a rather dangerous game of uh, bouncing a beach ball to each other across a live radio desk in the studio. Uh, Whilst that was ridiculous and may end up with us essentially or ultimately losing both our jobs, it does mark a very interesting thing that we want your help with. If you've got any ideas for our midweek game, we're going to do a different stupid game on a Wednesday night, and that beach ball game wouldn't be out of place on some of the stuff we've done before. Get in touch and email us now because your game could make it to the big time. Home time at absoluteradio.co.uk. As an aside, beach balls, heavier than you think. That was a bit heavier than I thought, yeah. The air's gone out of it slightly, a little bit like the tail end of this podcast.